This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. What's going on? Hey, John. It's going all right. And hey, you know what? It's time to wrap up another long-running um, run um, run on a Marvel series. This time, um, Venom um, by, by Donny Cates. It's like, because he's done some great stuff on this series to the point where I've uh, never actually read a Venom series before this. But um, this that that he changed that. But you know who has read um, like v- lots of Venom comics before I de- I have. Mm, I don't know. Give me a hint. <laughs> uh, that'd be that'd be our special guest. Hey, Myron, glad to have you back. What's up, Jason? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. You doing all right? Oh, doing great, man. Just uh, got through a long work week, uh, ready to relax and chill, and. Uh, ready to have a conversation with you guys uh, regarding this excellent excellent uh series cool yeah it's like i mean like i like, i know venom's been a big deal for a very long time ever since you know May's introduction way back in like making spider-man 300 like drawn by Tom mcfarland he was an instant um like like hit as far as like you know big big new villains go in fact he got so popular that he basically followed the same route that all villains do when they get that that popular that he basically became a hero or an anti-hero like the a lethal the lethal protector of the innocence such as it was right yeah i mean it's it's kind of it's kind of weird to think that you know we, we see that with like harley quinn now and, and and you know we see this with venom like you know i remember that first introduction of venom being like spider-man's most like you know deadliest foe like you know he 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 he's immune to his spider sense and you know knows knows his abilities and is a, a real threat to peter parker in his life and and it's none other than uh eddie brock a man who hates him personally uh as well and so um you know v- venom was introduced as this like you know kind of really not necessarily demonic but just like this really scary visceral villain and then as time progressed as you said I mean, the character was so popular and Todd McFarlane is, uh, you know, he was and still is like, you know, one of the hottest, you know, uh, legendary artists within the comic book industry. Like he really gave this character a life of his own. And as time progressed, we got the Lethal Protector series and Venom kind of morphed into this uh, uh, anti-hero. And then now the vibes that I'm getting now is like he's full blown hero. We've seen eddie brock and venom really grow as as a character yeah hasn't always been eddie brock though because there was there was that time when um he was when he died of cancer and he gave the in the venom symbiote um wound up attached to um mac gargan the scorpion yeah and then it was and then it was attached to um flash thompson who's also um had his own venom series for a while and, yeah you know and then right. the uh Oh no! It's like, and then um, then eventually, then Brock came back. He got the Venom symbiote back, and Thompson became anti-Venom, and then he died. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And 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 I did I did like uh, I don't know. There was something different about Flash Thompson's uh, uh Venom design that I like. You know, like that kind of commando Venom. Um, mm-hmm. and I and I and I did forget to th- like uh, Matt Gargan ha- had the uh, symbiote for a while too. So it's been an interesting it's been an interesting ride for the Venom symbiote. Yeah, it's like it's been there have been like lots of like major changes, retcons as that as writers, different writers and artists have tried to make like the series like relevant for the uh for the present day. And that kind of all brings us to uh one Mr. Donny Cates, um, who um 
to um, hit it big at Marvel, like with um, with Thanos wins. It's like, and also did some great great work on Guardians of the Galaxy, and um, it's like in this villain run of Doctor Strange. It's like he's kind of he was kind of he was he was he's right now he's Marvel's golden boy, but with Venom, like this was his first um, major ongoing series at Marvel, and um, he did some made some pretty big changes to the like to the character, like starting starting from the first volume, but. With the first volume, though, it's like he basically like takes us to introduces us to him um, Eddie Brock at his lowest, just like living in a uh, in a rundown hovel. I'm still hustling for like for like for photo photographs that he can sell sell to a newspaper, and also like taking pills to a uh, quiet um his his symbiote or his his other as he refer as he refers to it because like apparently it's been freaking out on him and just giving him nightmares because apparently like like the symbiote has been on Earth for a the symbiotes um, have a history on Earth like much longer than we initially than we initially learned, and um, apparently like this this history is coming is coming back again, as um as we find out that the god of symbiotes Null his um com- like is coming, and that was the story that I was kicked off in this in this very first volume. Yeah, which I which also I will admit that like it has featured some nice art from Ryan Stegman. Like who was like illustrated like most but not all of um this like of the comics we're gonna be talking about here. But I know that you were big into his style, right? Oh yeah, like um Ryan Stegman is probably one of my uh, f- uh favorite current day artists. Like um not to jump ahead, but you know um looking looking and reading through you know Absolute Carnage and 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 King and Black. Like I especially when he does his spider-man uh uh panels and and big page scenes i do see a little bit of like uh, a reflection of todd mcfarland so to speak and I, and I say this in his his posing in his web slinging and like the dynamic uh bends that spider-man will do when he's uh, uh thwipping through the air and venom even kind of had that old school design with like not necessarily like the 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 open jaw gnashing teeth but that kind of like devious grin uh mm-hmm. that to- that todd used to draw in the initial earlier issues of amazing spider-man like i saw that reflection there and it harkened back to me like how uh pivotal that character was uh to the marvel universe in his introduction in the late 80s early 90s like um ryan stegman is a phenomenal artist and and man some of these panels like that I that I came across through reading uh these issues, like man, they just really stuck out to me. And I hope that he sticks with the company and does more uh projects. But yeah, great, great artwork. Phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, I will say that what I've heard though is like um he may not be sticking with Marvel, but he apparently is going to be sticking with um Donny Cates because well, now that he's like you know, pretty much like illustrated two like you know, big big ass um like event event series. Well, he's kind of like kind of reached like the pinnacle of what you can do at Marvel. So now it's time to like go off on, on your own creator own venture and get some of that creator own money that that he so richly deserves. And I could and I could totally understand that because uh, you can kind of tell like this is a, a a writer artist team that really works well together. Mm-hmm. Def- definitely agree with you there. It's like, but um, one thing I I do want to say about this about the series that I I noticed when I was re- rereading it because. Is that um well it's like Kate's takes like a an interesting but welcome approach when he's like when, when he's working with um Brock's character over the course 
course of these let's see six well eight volumes just these six pro proper volumes of the series along with um two along with um absolute carnage and king in black so it's yeah they're event series but they're still key parts like of the venom storyline but basically like kate just takes basically brings in with brock at his lowest level like alone it's like on the outs from his, from his symbiote it's like and um basically every like volume after that is basically him finding a way to build um like you know brock um eddie brock back into back into being a a uh, like a human being in a in a good place it's like after me after he managed to take out the uh like like Noel's dragon in the first in the first volume well second volume brings in a major addition to his mythos and that's how we get to meet dylan brock who initially he's introduced as you know eddie's like you know brother younger brother who's like living with his abusive dad but then we find out that um he's actually um he's actually eddie's son that um his his ex-wife um ann weighing um um dropped off at his, his dad she didn't know where else to turn and then with um with absolute carnage i mean a lot of stuff happens there but then we but that's when um Eddie finally comes out to a to Dylan accidentally, like saying that we basically tells tells Carnage like, "Yeah, away from my son." It's like, so I'm your son. It's like, yeah. It's like he's, but also he's also this brings um, Eddie into contact with with not just Spider Man again, but also with a lot of other Marvel heroes like Cap Captain America, Wolverine, the Thing, and um, it's like and and the Hulk as they're trying to fight off fight off um Carnage, and then the following arc um. It's like with Venom Island, basically starts off with, it's like with um with 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 Eddie getting like a nice pep talk from like from Captain America saying, "Hey, good work out there, soldier." He's like, "You ever?" Like, I mean, even though he doesn't, he, he kind of offers him the chance to join the Avengers, but he turns it down because he Eddie has some issues to work out here because he's just reabsorbed the car, the Carnage symbiote at the end of the the arc, and now he's got to find a way to purge it, um, in a way that doesn't get him get him killed. And a lot of this this arc, well. Well, the idea of like you know predator, um, but with symbiotes is a lot of fun. Um, it is the kind of story that that could have been solved. Um, like if, like if if, if Amity had just basically like you know, been upfront and honest with the, with the Avengers like at the start of the, the start of the story. But at the end though, it's like like he sees it sees him coming coming clean with them to tell them that yeah, it's like um Null is coming, so we got so we got to prepare. So it's bringing him closer into the superhero superior community it's like well also like starting to patch things up with um with dylan like who's also trying to figure out just you know what his connection to uh Noel and what these strange powers um he has is and that brings us to um venom beyond fifth volume which is basically like a really good what if story on two counts because it basically involves um uh it, like um eddie trying trying to talk to um the maker the evil version of reed richards from the ultimate universe um, get some answers about what's going on with Dylan and his powers, and well, the maker is basically like preparing to return to his universe. Things go things go crazy, and this new enemy, um, virus, who's who's working with all sorts of repurposed um Iron Man and Goblin tech that he got off a of scrap heap. It's like is is coming at um at Venom with this huge mad on it. Well, she screws up the uh like the dimensional transport thing, and um Eddie, it's like Eddie, um Dylan, and um. It's like in virus all find themselves in this um really dark universe where everyone's been like attached to a symbiote courtesy of this um villain named codex and turns out the and the only person the person who's wearing the venom symbiote in this this world that'd be eddie's ex-wife and that's because um this is a what if story that they see asks what happens if when eddie um went into that 
went to that church when he prepared to kill himself and he wound up, wound up got the uh when he got up getting the venom symbiote instead what if he actually just killed himself that time and then from there it also asks you know, well what if instead of like you know trying to choosing to uh, save dylan at the end of um absolute carnage what if the uh choice was made to uh like to just to try and like to try and like stop stop null from being awakened which basically let's just say that dylan has a very bad bad time of it but it's a it's a good what if story that actually ends like in a nice it's in a nice happy place well up until the point where it has to like function as a lead-in to to king in black but it's not, but you know compared to a lot of other like um runs where like basically it starts off with like yeah hey, we're building up the character and then oh no crisis it's like then it's like like i'm um, right before the end but now like our hero's got to get his, get his his shit back together and um in order to like to uh triumph against the uh, the bad guy in like the last last arc or two like kate's has like done a good job like um like slowly building um like eddie eddie's character to be in like a better better more po positive place i mean yeah there's some really dark stuff that that comes across like as he's trying to get to that point but it's i but i just like the uh, over but rereading this is like it's made me re realize that he's had like a much more overall positive vibe like as the series goes on which is something to say we we're talking about like doing like the series about a symbiote who um has lots of rage issues and also te likes tends to like to kill and or eat the bad guys um well it's like um like when they when they piss him off too much so there's that but that kind of brings us to uh king in black do you have anything else to say about the uh the previous like all the venom stuff leading up to this point myron uh, nothing additional in this, except for, uh, you just, uh, brought up a point with, uh, Venom Island. I forgot, like, another artist, uh, heavily involved with Venom, uh, for many years. One of my favorites is, uh, Mark, Mark Bagley. Um, you know, um, I, I grew up with his artwork, uh, during the age of Amazing Spider-Man, the Maximum Carnage Saga, Ultimate Spider-Man, and to see him, uh, to see a veteran, uh, involved with this series as well and continue drawing this character like it, it just brought back like you know old school vibes for me but you know I, I i like i like what you broke down here and 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 explaining how venom is progressing this uh new series with uh, uh by donny cates because i mean you know throughout the many iterations of venom i mean we kind of see uh we kind of see that eddie brock who shares this symbiotic relationship with you know the symbiote um, we see him at his lowest and we see him kind of hit rock bottom only to be built back up and, and the pep talk from cap and, and coming into terms of like, you know, of what he needs to do. Like, I feel like from reading the King and black, we really see that, uh, heroic attitude and that heroic, uh, persona come out. And, and Eddie Brock, but I'll let you lead into it. But yeah, King and Black, uh, really great storyline. Yeah, and also want to like say you're absolutely right about Bagley's work here. I think he's one of the all-time great Spider-Man artists. It's mm -hmm. like I always like seeing seeing his work here, but I do, but I do think he there's like that um, that the coloring and inking on like for like what for his art on um, on Venom Island was like really great great fit. I mean like. Usually it's like I'm I'm used to seeing his art look really bright and colorful, but it looks but it still looks great um even when it's like given like the like the gritty like the grim and gritty treatment here like here in Ven 
like in Venom. So oh, just, for sure. So that good, yeah, so great call right there. But Ash of the King in Black, well, it's basically event series time. So that means, and like, that means like it's, hey, we've got, we're dealing with like a massive world, world ending threat here in the form of Null, who has finally made it to Earth. It's like, and he's, it's like, and can he's, and he's going to, he's going to, and he's going to kill, kill the world because he's just got so much beef with, like, with, um, like with its heroes. Like Thor apparently is like, um, gave him, they gave him cause, um, um, help kick his ass a bit back in the day. Like he had, he had to run in, like an untoo pleasant run in with the Silver Surfer back in Silver Surfer Black, and um, well, it's like, but also he wants, um, like he really wants, um, Dylan. It's like Dylan Brock, and like in his. And his powers, because he feels that they he can be, he use use them to extend um like send his dominion over like like over um the over darkness in the universe because like he's basically the god of darkness and he's just like determined to, like to, to like determined to uh like end all light in the universe and well and he just and he needs Dylan's powers in order to, order to do that so basically like the series you know, it's like start to can't really get into specifics here because this does follow like a uh, like a standard um your standard like um back and forth like up like of these arcs. Actually, it's like it does it better than better than most event series because usually it's like 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 a lot of event series fall into the trouble of like the heroes just like you know getting kind of just like kind of failing with um like everything they do. It's like and just like. Like just like kind of struggle, 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 struggle. It's like until the like the last issue when hey things finally start going their way and they vanquish the uh, like like the villain villain in the end. Um, King in Black is actually um, a lot thinner compared to um, like other event series, including um, Absolute Carnage. But I don't think that's a problem here, as um, it basically as um Cates and um and Stegman who returns to illustrate this. It's like do a good job of just. Just like setting out the stakes, you know, like uh, like facing the heroes and it's like and um Noel's abilities, but but it also does a good job of like you know like implying like a like a sense of struggle over the course of, over the course of the series because like like the fir- this first issue alone has some like has some impressive fights with like I mean the Avengers like first they're the first line of defense but hey then like to my surprise the X Men got their asses off Krakoa. To um to help out in this fight, which is kind of surprising since the X Men, <laughs> like they, you know they've been like you know, doing their own thing like, to good extent, I think. But it's still cool to see them interact here, and also for Storm to at least get some decent scenes. It's like you know as being like as lightning is one of the few things that actually like you know causes the Null to wince. But then you get stuff like when you find out that the Null, null has also absorbed the, the Celestials. It's like, and um that's that's bad. But then oh wait, we've got this the um, heroes have the sentry on their side and well that lasts for all of two pages so but it's just but there's like this big old back and forth it's like as the series as the series goes on because like the heroes i cap like keep finding like like more things to bring like bring to the battle it's like like namor and he's got his the armies of the of the deep it's like to him it's like to call on blade goes to chernobyl to um, enlist dracula's help it's like like stuff Stuff like that. It's like they keep, they keep bringing in. Oh, and um, the kingpin, like even like uh, starts recruiting like the villains of the mall of um New York to try and um get, like um and try and um stop to stop Noel. Oh, and Iron Man even breaks out the extremist, like the extremist solution to um assimilate a dragon. It's like that's, like I said, it's it just keeps going like that. I mean, like there, it doesn't feel like you know like 
the bad guys are like are completely dominating over the course of the series up to like up to say the end and i and i really really like that because there's just there's there's still more like i'm only like call it just describe stuff that goes up to issue two there's some big there's some much much more um like big stuff that comes comes on as the series goes on because you get one of um because um kate brings in a couple more of his favorite characters to um, bring the thunder for lack of a better term but we also get to see um dylan um flex his powers as well and also in probably one of my favorite bits like in the series um we kind of find out about this the god of light because hey you know there's a god of darkness and obvious sense of reason to be his opposite here and it's also a it's both a huge retcon but it's also something that makes like this really weird and random bit of marvel history something that would pop up whenever um like you know creators wanted to like to bring in a being of absolute power well they just bring in this thing but this thing is now has a proper role and proper explanation and it and it doesn't and kate's manages to pull this off by without you know negating like any of the history of like of this particular um like thing in fact he does a good job of that over the course of the series i particularly liked how he um how basically he how he took um bendis's um description of like you know the the um the symbiote race is being like they're called the clintar which okay sure it's like you give them a name and all, but then um, Kate's retcons and say that, yeah, you know, Clintar in their language means cage, because like the planet of the symbiotes was one big cage around Null back in the day. But that, but like I said, I like, I like his use of continuity here. And even if you're like, uh, you're unfamiliar with a lot, with some of the stuff he's working with here, he does a good job of pulling in like um, familiar, familiar stuff in a way that, in a way that makes sense. And ultimately it's like, I, mean, I did like this, even though I think that the, uh, like it is just kind of like a big old like superhero like fight scene just like lots of characters punching each other and kate and sorry stegman makes this stuff look good that's for damn sure but um, as far as the uh emotional content of this series um kate's plays up you know um eddie and dylan's relationship like in the beginning but towards the end it's just kind of like it doesn't quite doesn't quite hit at the hit at the end for a reason but i want to have more to say about that but myron it's like um what so what do you think about the uh about the king in black itself um i can first of all i want to say uh like aquaman nobody gives a shit about namor but he, he he's there um oh <laughs> <laughs> no that, that's just a character i'll just kind of like eh. but uh you know i i i i agree with you like i i do feel like you know, this was kind of like on the the, the frivolous side of like uh, you know a lot of like action and just you know punches and and fights, but I loved it. Like I have to say, I have to say, I got hooked um, when, when the issues released. I, I read issues one and two, and just kind of like fell off until the you know the remainder of the issues came out. I reread everything, and I have to say, like it, this might sound corny, but this was a cinematic read um <laughs> based based off of what you said ryan stegman's artwork just really pops and then really makes this like look good uh the whole time the each each page that i flipped through i i almost envisioned it as an mcu movie as corny as that sounds like you know we we see like avengers endgame and and um you know before that infinity war like that big universal bad that comes to threaten the earth 
and all of our uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes like get together to to fight off this threat. That's the same like type of vibes that I've got that I got from reading through the storyline. Um, I think Null is uh, an excellent villain. Um, you know, being introduced to him early on in the in the Ven Venom comic book, I thought it was an interesting concept that there was a god who was who created the symbiotes, and that's where Venom Venom's origins lie. And it's interesting how everything all came together in this entire run that it would be a final showdown between this god of darkness versus uh, what eventually who would become the king in black. And so. I I really love this storyline. I thought that the Thor's introduction and that fight scene was so was so cinematic. Just and how visceral a lot of the scenes were, where Thor, you know, clobbered Null's jaw off, or like how you know that was Null, pretty damn impressive. That that was crazy, and like how like while Thor wasn't looking, like Null like impaled him. Um, and and again, there was a scene where um, uh, Reed Richards kind of laid out the game plan of what what they were going to do uh, involving uh, Dylan's involvement in in, in fighting off, and uh, Peter Parker, Spider Man, leading the charge. Like, let's go, team! That is an example that I'm talking about with Donny Cates. I mean, uh, um, Ryan Stegman's artwork, where it just I just feel like Spidey popping off the page and leading that charge and. The artwork was just beautiful, and everything that you uh, described, um, you know, Null was obviously a real threat in which he was able to possess Celestials, and they needed all hands on deck in order to um, ward off this threat. And it took the Silver Surfer bringing the Enigma Force down to Earth that, you know, Eddie Brock would eventually you know, be fused and become, you know, that, you know, Captain Universe and merge uh, Mjolnir, which surprised me. He was able to call Mjolnir and Silver Surfers. So you're just starting to give away every surprise in this in the series, aren't you? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I really nerd gassed at this. Like, I'm like, oh, man, like so, for, sorry. for good reason. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like it's unwarranted. It's just yeah. well, fast forward a little bit. Spoilers, kids. I'm sorry. But, you know, just seeing that. And the shape that it made after the fact, I was like, oh, dude, like, you know, I want I want a, I want an action figure of this. I, I would love like a poster of, you know, the scenes where he's striking. Um, it, it was it was an awesome read. Like I was thoroughly and I, I liked Absolute Carnage. I really loved Absolute Carnage. But man, like the culmination of everything that uh, this recent run of Venom came to be like I was. I was thoroughly entertained, and that's all I got. And that's all I got to say about that. Gotcha. Well, it's like I got some more stuff to say because there's also the uh, tie-in issues from from Venom to the King in Black, and I will say that um, for the most part, it's like the, they are they're not like essential reads to the uh, it's like to the main series series itself because it basically kind of because basically like these these tie-in issues from Venom appropriately focus on what Eddie what, what Eddie Brock was going through um at it's like like during during the event series because well he is indisposed um during for long stretches of it for reasons that will be obvious like when you read the series. But um basically it kind of like has like has him like leading like a uh, 
an attack on like on null from an unknown from a from a, from an unexpected direction but it also allows um um kate's to bring back um rex from the first arc and also um like flash thompson as well so it's like it's like this it's like these these it's like these t- these um tie-in issues to the event they they so they they give him like a decent like uh, you know brock some decent stuff to do but i wouldn't say that they're like absolutely essential like i will but i will say that the uh there is a moment at the end at the end of um issue 34 the final the final tie-in that basically kind of like like let's say it's it's key to uh to a certain to a certain character from this like um from this arc because he's it just shows you that you know that hey it's like his story hasn't ended here and he's going to be coming back for future stuff now but however it's like you you still um people who are who've read the king in black still need to um buy this at least or at the very least you need to buy issue 35 which doubles as issue 200 which is the real finale to um to kate's run and basically kind of like wraps up it wraps up the uh like the whole king and black stuff in a like in a not like in a nice way because the final page just kind of lays you a major change in um in eddie brock's status quo and this final issue basically shows you okay well, what does that actually mean? And you know, it's like it's kind of impressive. It's like kind of and kind of tra- tragic as well because you know Eddie Brock is finally in a in a better place, like a place of cosmic importance at, actually. And he's also and he's also finally really able to like to start living like these words that he's been that he's been saying over the course of the series. Like we're always we're always stronger when we're together. It's like this. And um, but it also has him like doing his best to to uh, give give Dylan a normal life, you know, free of the baggage of being, you know, the son of Eddie Brock. So and that second like, that that I think that's cool. That's cool right there. But it also there's also a fair amount of focus as to um, Dylan what what the future has for Dylan in this like in the Marvel universe as well. And well, there's a big change right there that I really don't want to get get into um because well it's like if you if you've heard about the new venom series you probably already know where like like what it is but um but dylan's gonna be sticking around and my main regret here is that um i kind of wish that um kate's would be sticking around too because you know it's one of those this is one of those situations where he's made like a huge fundamental change to a certain character but he's gonna leave like the actual work of like developing this change to to a subsequent wider Writer. In this case, that would be um, co-writers um, Al Ewing and Ram V, who are working on the uh, the new Venom series along with um, Brian Hitch, which um, I gotta admit, it's like I'm I'm there because like you know anything Ewing does, it's like uh, like I'm on board for. Um, my if I were a betting man, I would say that um, we'll see him depart the series, it's like um, sooner rather than later, um, to leave um, Ram V as the new new head writer because V is making making name for himself with his work on um, Catwoman and Justice League Dark at DC. And he's also got like a horror, his own like um, horror tinged bent, like for his creator and projects at Image. So I'm guessing that like, they're probably gonna like, he's probably gonna be like the new lead writer on on Venom, unless he and Ewing, like you are know, are total, total bros now, join at the hip for the idea of writing, writing Venom. I doubt it, but hey, it could happen. Now, do you know who uh, the artists Assigned assigned to this new uh, series. Oh yeah, Brian Hitch is going to be the artist, and um, he 
and um, Hitch is a fantastic artist. He's he he does like epic um white epic epic stuff better than a lot of other artists I've I've seen over the years. Particularly, with, he was like the original artist on the Ultimates to give you some some point of reference. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. So like I think I think Venom is in good hands, even though um Hitch. Hitch just um, had a reputation for um, like blowing through deadlines in the past, but he's been a lot better about that. It's like in recent years, though. I I, I imagine we, we, he's probably only only going to be on board for like the for the first twelve issues, and then we'll get someone else taking on taking on things after after that. Well, we can always rely on uh, Mark Bagley to come in on, in clutch moments. Hell yeah! Um, oh, he's in um, issue two hundred as well. Okay, nice. Yeah, so you know, I, I I picked up. Uh, I mean, I got multiple um, uh, variant covers of uh, issue two hundred. I need to uh, hop on that uh, sometime this weekend too and finish that up. But yeah, I, I I ran through like three issues last night on King and Black, and I was uh, thoroughly impressed. And er- my earlier statement, you know, wishing that Ryan Stegman uh, Ryan Stegman would stay on and possibly do other Marvel projects. I thought his uh artwork for the x-men was like super phenomenal like mm-hmm. i i love i love rb silva and uh uh correct me if i mispronounce his name but uh Pe- is it pepe lazar laraz laraz pepe laraz like i i love their artwork on on the x-men and what they've done uh you know with the with the uh with the franchise but man like ryan stegman as i said earlier like he he he's up there for me like with like Greg Capullo and and uh, um, uh, J. Scott Campbell, just to name like a couple of like my all time top favorite artists. Like this guy really impressed to me. Um, so yeah, I mean this was a this was a good uh, this was a good run for for Venom. Yeah, so as someone who uh, like you know was not really into the character before beforehand, I got him. It's like this that um, Kate's made me care about about Eddie and also maybe care about, you know, a, a new, new edition, like, um, um, di- about Dylan as well. So, so yeah, it's like, like kudos to, um, Kate's for making that happen. Kudos to Stegman for giving him some like impressive art along the way. And also like Bagley and also, um, Ibon Coelho, who also did a lot of, um, like who illustrated like a good chunk of this, like of this run as well. I like, so. I like, I like him too. Like, is he one of like, uh, What's Marvel's program? I think it's like the Stormbreakers, like the kind of new new generation of artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Overall, it's like I think it's like I, like I said I think that you know it's like as if you if you if you've not really been into Venom um, before now, it's like I think that um, Case's run it's like is like is a good place to start if you want to if you want a good example of like you know like see it's like to see the character like and. And his appeal. It's like it's like I said. It's two. It's eight volumes total. Issues one, volumes one and two. Then the absolute carnage. Three, four, three, four, five. King in black, and then six. The Italian issues to King King in black plus um issue two hundred slash thirty five, which is like the big big finale. So yeah, it's like that. And yeah, that that finale. It's like yeah, it's like you really you really need to read that. It's like after, if you've only if you've only read um like King in black. It's like all. All the emotion, all the emotional stuff. It's like the wrap up to, to what Case is doing. It's it's all here and it's all pretty great. Sounds right pretty on. cool. You know what you're going to be talking about next time. Uh, well, it's like I may need to just make a special a one time purchase like at at Amazon because I've got like two 
there are two series that have two series um have just wrapped up that I want to talk about, but I don't think there's been enough stuff to um that's come out for me to um, make a big old bulk purchase through um through cheapgraphicnovels.com. So I so it'll either be um Captain America by Tanahisi Coates or um like uh or um Seven Two Attorney by Rick Remender and Jerome Jerome Pena. Or it could be something completely different. We shall see. But again, um like hey Myron, thanks for thanks for coming by again. It's always good to have like have your opinion on this and to hear your thoughts. Thank you. I appreciate that. And thanks for having me as always. This was uh you know you you lit a fire you lit a fire under me to say you know hey, hurry up and read this shit so I was like yeah, yeah, yeah hop on <laughs> it and, and and I was uh, thoroughly overjoyed I, I I liked it a lot another fire oh, I got fire brought some joy mm-hmm. all right awesome well we'll catch you next time on comic picks by the glick right later good evening. <laughs>